Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry, as well as dealing with some legendary blokes. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. That's griffinair.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legend series with Ruben Wiki. The story continues. First man in history to play 50 Rugby League Internationals. What does that mean to you? Is it as special to you as what we would see it? Uh, Probably not. It's just a number for me. Uh, Andy is like, you know, I was pretty blessed just to put it on once, let alone 50 times, you know, and every time I did play for the Kiwis, it was just an honour to actually put it on and actually play with uh, my my companions, my Kiwi brothers. Um, and, And they'd be like the other countries too, you know, and never took any notice of the number it kind of just snuck up on me and that's not too bad with a guy who has a lot of sabbaticals eh yeah <laughs> from the judiciary oh friggin heck I've changed it from uh, getting suspended to sabbaticals just taking a rest sounds nicer Re- recharging my recharging my batteries mate it was really cool your 50th international you were captain you were man of the match in the game that New Zealand scored that unbelievable and historic 24-0 win over Australia. It was 2005, the first series win over the Kangaroos, I think mm. going back to 1953. How special is that? Yeah, we it was, it was funny how it all planned out. You know, I'm not sure if you know the story, but we weren't booked into a hotel. New Zealand was... Um, it, we weren't booked into a hotel. It was wow. supposed to be a um, England Australia final, so we found that out later on that uh, we didn't have a hotel, so we had to use that as a bit more fuel to, yeah. you know, you'd been get... written off already. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and uh, you know, in the situation with Stacey going home a few times for his son um, and coming back, so this, this. Uh, uh, team meant and something we wanted to as collectively do something special and um, and to win in that in that style was you know all credit to all the boys and and the build up from all the tests prior to that to get to that position and and do it in England you know we knew the UK fans were going to be on our side mm-hmm. and you know Wayne Bennett had a feeling it's, it was going to happen one day and that was you know that was the day and. For me personally, as an um, as the captain, I think it was more for the Kiwis that came before us. Okay, so the ones that passed away, yep. the ones that watched the game and uh, the pride in their jersey. And you know, we always talk about you know we're only, we're only caretakers of the jersey, so we take special pride in making sure that we put our best foot forward for our fellow countrymen who've done the same thing. 
And um, I don't know if you've seen the video, but I was pretty emotional after that video mm. uh, due to the history. It's been a long, long time and uh, to do that on foreign territory and, you know, against Australia. Yeah, don't get better than that. 55 test matches all told for New Zealand. Does one in particular stand out or is it that 05 win? Probably my first one, mate, and, yeah, um, the 2005. Your background, I think I'm right in saying, both Māori and Samoan, any regrets or disappointments you didn't get the chance to represent that branch of the family tree with a test match for Tor Samoa? Yeah, it's funny. We uh, When I retired, Andy, I did end up um, playing one game around when they had the... Uh, was that the Tsunami Appeal? Tsunami Appeal. Yeah. So we had a game against the residents and I captained that team at um, Samoa. And it was, you know, it was huge for, for, for the family and to get to do that for my mum and, yeah. and uh, all her siblings and my grandmother and so forth. And it was very special and I'm glad I you know, got to put the jersey on once. And yep. um, I also did New Zealand Māoris back in the Pacific Cup days. So yep. that's um, covering both both um, ethnicities. So tick those boxes. But, um, yeah, I'm still you know, very proud of my heritage and I'm glad I got the opportunity to do it. Wonderful story. Uh, we're jumping all over the place. Back to 95, the emergence of Super League. In the yep. strangest of circumstances, Rubes, two clubs tried to register you for the one season, the Raiders and the Warriors. What mm. is the story behind that? A true story? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Warriors were, you know, starting off in 95 and Ian Robson and John Money came over to, to Australia, um, you know, met at the airport, signed a contract, come home. You know, I, was, I was getting a bit of homesick. You know, yep. and I thought, you know, I had no manager. Um, to, spoke to my girlfriend. I said, oh, it might be an opportunity to go home here. We looked at paper. Yes, you know, it was like 10 grand or something. So, you know, yep, first grade spot. Mm. Um, then signed it. And it was uh, actually a cleaning lady that was the witness. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think it holds up in the court, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then... I had a change of heart and I, I went to Tim Sheens and I said, mate, I've done something stupid. And um, Kevin Neal was the CEO back then and yep. he said, oh, well, we'll draw up a contract and make sure you stay here in Canberra. And that's when I went, you know, I went to the Supreme Court and had to fight it. And, um, and you know, as John Quayle came down, mate, and Ken Arthur, the, Ken Arthur, they they came into Queenbean and they said, "Well, you can't you can't do this. You have to abide by the contract." I said, well, I, don't, "I don't want to play. I don't want to go. I don't want to play with that club." So, mm. and it's the first time it's probably been turned in history. So, yeah, um, tore that contract up, and um, I wanted to give my allegiance to Canberra for for backing me through the court case, and mm. so I ended up staying for another ten. Yeah, yeah, you'd stay in Canberra and loved your time there. Hello, legends. I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more, the opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. 
Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week, and we cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. If you're interested, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Now back to the interview. 2002, you would watch the Warriors play themselves into a grand final. I'd imagine you were very proud of what your countrymen did and what the club did. Did that Mm. again light a little bit of a flame to maybe return home and play for them? Um, I I thought I'd see my days at Canberra. I thought I'd retire in Canberra because my my children were born there. Uh, We established a good friendship down there in in Queanbeyan with all our mates. Um, I I love playing for the club. You know, watch the all the the legends of the game uh, retire, move on, and it was kind of like it was me, my, myself, and Toots kind of left. You know, so we were just yeah, we were just um, trying to pass on what we've learned through the years, and you know, I know it takes a long time to get that um, that winning formula, yep. you know, back up again. So you know, it's yeah, it's a lot of work, but I think um, watching the Warriors get into the final was you know, deep down, it was a great moment for me as a Kiwi to see them establish something so massive. And if they won it, it was like, oh, that's going to be huge, yeah. you know. Um, but it wasn't meant to be. And, you know, it's you know they did it again in 2011. So it's there, you know, yeah. the, the tools are there. It's just, you know, a bit of luck, a bit of luck, you know, a few decisions here and there and, you know, anything can happen, man, in this game. You would go home back to New Zealand. You would go to the Warriors. Going home, did it just feel right at the time? Yes, you were a Canberra Raider and a proud clubman, but did it just feel right going home? It was a weird, it was a weird um, decision due to weighing up all the, the factors, you know, the kids, yeah. the um, love of the club. You know, and it was around that time, it was like, you know, I'm getting a bit older here, so I need to go pull myself out there to see what's you know, available. Yep. Wigan Warriors, Wigan Warriors were on the table too, Andy. So wow, there was, there was two Warriors team after after the signature. You know the uh, older statesman that the Warriors, Monty Owen, they sent me a video trying to like um, entice me to come over. Um, it was a toss of a coin at the end of the day. You know Jim Bannigan did some. Jim Bannigan was my manager, sorted out two awesome contracts, and you know I had to just weigh up the. The right yeah. options for the future of my children and, and us as a family. And it ended up being coming home. Four seasons at the Warriors, and you played almost every game as well. You'd notch up 300 first grade games during this period, the first New Zealand to achieve that milestone. Is that something that you're proud of, 300 games and the first to do so? <laughs> it's a funny story behind that, buddy. <laughs> and I get to tell you this because um, I never, I nearly didn't make it. Um, I think it was 2008, 2008, mm-hmm. and uh, we were going through a rough patch. Ivan Cleary was the coach, um, and I think they wanted to push some players out, yep. so let some players to go to bring some younger youth in. And because we've been doing well, and I was, I was at that time, I was the oldest in the NRL. Yeah, that's right, like 35. And I was like, oh, yep, 
So they pointed the finger at me to to let me go early. Yeah. You know, and I was on two two ninety four. Wow. So close. Two hundred and ninety four games. And they wanted to yeah, they wanted to get rid of me at the club. So you know, it was you know, it was all I know it's a political decision, but I, I just didn't want to actually go. You yep. know, I wanted to finish my contract off. and On your terms? They, on my terms, you know, and they wouldn't have it. They didn't want it uh, happening that way. So I ended up uh, going home and speaking to my wife, and she came to the office the next day and gave them a serve. Did she? <laughs> she told them, this guy, you know, this guy bleeds for this club, bleeds yeah. for his boys, and it was just, you know, it's, it was just a political decision in the ring. But they, they weren't going to play me, so I ended up um, playing reserve grade. I had a game, one game in reserve grade. Best time ever. You know, I got I got pretty nasty with the journos. I got pretty nasty with everybody. So I seek some advice from some uh, mentors that yep. you know to get me through this because it was a borderline de- depression because yep. they're taking the game away from me. Something that I love so much, and you know why they're picking on me, you know. And um, sourced sourced some good conversations with you know one of my best friends who's Logan Swan. Yep. Uh, Frank Endicott, and he just, they just told me just turn it around to make to make it uh, fall in your hands, and they just told me to go back to being that happy happy bloke that everyone knows, you know, off the field, and stop being nasty, and um, played the reserve grade game and had some fun, and then they had some injuries. They called me back in, and I, I told the boys, I told all the boys what happened. And they just got angry. <laughs> they just got angry. So they said they were just going to just do it, do it for me. And um, and that's when we had that good run into the finals yeah. and finished really strong. And um, the beards came. So we went that Spartan look, and so everyone bought into it. Uh, and we nearly, nearly got there in two thousand eight. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. You got your second chance. Um, there's something to smile about as you look back, because that would also coincide with 300 games late in the year. Oh, I know. That's what I mean, mate. It, yeah. I just, I'm telling you now, this it nearly didn't happen. So that's and that's the reason why. And um, when you, when you look at it, it's ended up being a, the best 300 that I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Retirement at the end of that season. Was the timing right? Had the body had enough? Had the mind had enough? Had you had enough of the bullshit? Or was it a little bit of everything? <laughs> probably, probably all the political stuff. I yeah. said, man, just let us play, you know? Yep. Freaking hell, why do they have to twist it so, so many times just to fit under the freaking, yeah, I could go on. But um, 
my body was still fine, man. I was still I was still leading the, the preseason in, wow. in 2008. You know, I was taking on the young boys, and the mentality never changed from the advice I got back from like way back in the days with Kunin Pong and Johnny Lomax. Train like you play. And uh, if anyone wanted my position, they had to take me out. And that's the approach I did every every single session, mate, and um, still do it to this day. And It's just inbred in me and the survival mode and um, excelling in my profession mm. and, um, you know, providing for my family. So, but, yeah, my body was still fine, Andy, and, uh, but, uh, you know, I looked at the, at the uh, bigger picture, and yep. my wife did 16 years of it. She sacrificed so much, man. Um, Santa, you know, her career, uh, looking after the kids. Mm. And I think it was, it was time for me to uh, invest in her and do something together as a couple. Yep. And that's when WikiWorks Fitness became what it is now. What's the key to longevity? Is it Carver, a bowl after every game, or has that story been embellished <laughs> over the years? No, no, it's still in there. <laughs> but, but but I think it's more the compromising, you know, you got to compromise. And, uh, you know, the wife's wife's always right, mate, yeah. <laughs> regardless. Yeah, you're but exactly you, you right. But you got you to find a balance, man. And, yep. like, she knows I'm, 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 I'm an extrovert. She's an introvert, so I'm totally the opposite. I love people. Mm. And she'd rather go under the radar. But, you know, that's that's what makes us so... So unique, and um, that's why we're still together 30 years later. Rube, so many awards, so many milestones and memories on the field. I'm going to hit you with one off it. You were awarded an Officer of the New Zealand Order of Merit. Not bad for a kid from Otara. Yeah, that's a crazy one, man, because I got the opportunity to actually go to the Buckingham Palace with the All Golds. Uh, that was 2009. 2007, sorry, 2007, mm. and actually meet meet Her Majesty. Wow. That's very cool. Un, un, unreal, man. And it's like, freaking hell, I'm an Otara boy in the palace eating freaking cucumber sandwiches <laughs> and having a cup of tea. It's like far out. But, man, I had, and I had my medal on and I was like, man, it was just, it was meant to be and, you know, it yeah. was like far out. Just from, just from um, playing a game that I love, you know, and um, very, very, you know, very honoured to uh, receive that award, man. But um, it's funny how just playing something, you playing a game you love doing and getting all these accolades. I'm not big on the accolades stuff. I just, just want to see my team succeed and have fun and just love going to award, you know, with the boys and yeah. just love that camaraderie, you know, and what what keeps me going, you know, and uh, even now at our gym, just love that team stuff and people thriving to be better. So many positives along the journey. Any regrets? If you could change anything, what would it be? Uh, probably my suspension record, but yes. I think that was I think that was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I um, didn't have any suspensions, oh mate, it would have been bloody Cameron Smith. But never mind. Anyways. But I, th- I think it was meant to be a sabbatical here and there just to break it up and yep. reassess myself and get more hungry to get back in the team. And uh, Things happen for a reason, and, and that's the way I played the game with a lot of passion. And It's funny, every suspension I did, Andy, it was, they're all front rowers, man. 
for some reason. You know, you, you never Mark. picked on the halfback. Nah, well, Adrian Lamb once, but he, he kind of ran the wrong line. But <laughs> um, Spud Carroll, he was, he was Spud Carroll, Chief, all the big dogs, right? And I was like, ah, it's thanks. You know, take out the big dog. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, see what, you know, we spoke care. We always speak about it. I remember that high shot, dirty, <laughs> dirty Kiwi. <laughs> this is that. This is our reunions. But man, I got mad respect for all those dudes. You know, Gordon Tellis, and that's the thing. I, I think with the um, playing at that level and with that physicality, the respect you get from the, yeah those those guys. We don't carry on. We kind of just do it and you know give it a good nod. You know. Mark Mark Guyer, he's he's a character, mate. Yep. He's so funny. So we always try to keep in touch with that dude too. He's so funny. What are you up to with yourself these days, Ruben? Is WikiWorks dominating most of your time? Yeah, it is, mate. Most my full time job at the moment. The self employed. Uh, I've taken that gamble and trying to make this uh, this gym excel and where it is in South Auckland. You know, we're we're big on health and well being and giving back to our community. Our youth programs have um, kicked off last year. Now we're trying to knock knock in the um, in the elderlies, getting sessions for our elderlies. Lovely. I went back to school last year, and uh, I wanted to um, support my coaches that we have at the gym. So for them to do that, they need to go to school and yep. up school. Yeah. So I thought I'll I thought I'll go back to school with them too. And oh my gosh, sitting in classes, I'm looking at the laptop. I had to go get glasses, mate. <laughs> you know, just looking at the lappy all the time, you know. But um, I think the the most memorable one at the moment, mate, is my daughter being in the same class. Lovely. <laughs> you, think, you think she sits next to me? Not nah. a chance. Nah, no way. So Sandra's doing it. My wife's doing a degree. I'm doing a diploma. My daughter's just finished her diploma. So, um the three of us are trying to give back the only way we know how through fitness. Before we finish, the name, Reuben James Wiki. Reuben James, you still walk the furrowed fields of my mind. Faded shirt, the weathered brow, the calloused hands upon the plow. I loved you then and I love you now. Was mum or dad a Kenny Rogers fan by chance? That's what that's what I was going to say, mate. I don't, I don't know where that bloody name come from. I'll keep bringing it up. She reckons it's from Kenny Rogers, but who knows? <laughs> who freaking knows, man? But, um, yeah, I don't mind a bit of Kenny Rogers. It's Kenny Nagas' favourite singer. Uh-huh. I love him. A wonderful career. You're a leader, an example on the field, and offered, in my experiences, over a number of years. You've been equally as impressive and always a pleasure to deal with. Ruben Wiki, you, sir, are a legend. Pleasure, Andy. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal, and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The weekly wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full-on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. 
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.